Welcome back. So, oh shit. Sorry. Wait, this is, yeah, you gotta let start? me do the intro. Oh man, I, I'm, yeah. kidding, I'm sorry, start over. Sorry. No, no, this is great. This is great. It's fine. <laughs> this is, it's off the cuff, bro. <laughs> All right, right, welcome to the Wine Out Us podcast. Uh, My name is Carter Kramer. This is Mike McGowan, good friend Mike McGowan. Um, So, we've had uh, some good episodes so far. Yeah, I think so. I think it's been fun. I've enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I think today we're going to get into a couple different things. I think, you know, first off, let's talk about some more government overreach items that have an effect on kind of some things we're doing directly. Yeah. I think that would be an interesting topic to start with. And then I think we lighten it up a little bit, dude. Have some fun. We'll talk yeah, a little sure. bit of sports, maybe yeah, a few that. things going on. Yeah. Um, you and I are both golf guys, so maybe we can talk a little Our bit about that. Our shared love of golf, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Love and yeah. hate for me. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's times yeah. like golf for me is like I'm... I'm going to the PGA Tour, like I'm trying to sell my clubs on Facebook Marketplace. You know what I mean? So um, I'm nobody sure wants them. They don't work. Yeah, dude. <laughs> fuck these clubs. Um, all right, so let's start out with uh, one of the things. Well, first of all, uh, I want to say a little shout out to our, our sponsors, Holt Kinetic Solutions, yes. uh, Mulligan Group. Um, thanks to those guys for supporting us and, and giving us an opportunity to come out and do what we're doing. I think it's a, a fun yep. opportunity. I think it's something we're both excited about. Um, let's talk about. Um, Let's talk about the ATF ruling on the pistol brace. Arm brace? Yeah, the, the assisting brace. Um, for those of you that don't know, this is an interesting topic. Yeah, um, give the background. Yeah, and, I, and I'm, not a, you know, I'm not an expert on the, the lawmaking portion of it or some of the details, but I can tell you that for many, many years in the United States, pistol braces have been a thing. Um, this is one of those, uh, hey, somebody finds a loophole in a, a, a law you know, scenario and says, hey, there's a way to to take advantage of this situation that happens. Um, so anyway, for the last, I, I'm going to say, dude, it's been eight to 10 years. Pistol braces have been on the market. Um, basically, it's a it's an application that started to be utilized with AR-15 platform and, mm-hmm. and also AR-10s and AK-47 type of platforms, rifles. Um, if you put a, what's called a pistol brace on that particular firearm, you could classify it as a pistol versus a short barrel rifle, which requires a form one and some NFA paperwork to, to yeah. be filed with the government to be able to, to own that particular firearm. So basically uh, what it's registration processes. That, yeah. Yeah. That, yep. that change. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. So for us at Holt Kinetic Solutions, this was a pretty profound situation because, you know, we start this business, we're rocking and rolling, um, and about 60% of our sales were what we considered AR-15 pistols. Um, and, and the interesting part about it is a lot of the pistols that we sold were really showpieces, right? Because we're building custom, unique guns. I mean, yeah. things with company logos. These are display weapons. In, we, we the people. Yeah, we the people. I mean, we built some beautiful, some yeah. beautiful pistols. Um, and a lot of times these are, like I said, these are kind of showpieces for people. You know, a lot of times they're more of a, a talking, I would say a talking piece than something that somebody's really going to go out. I mean, we, we've done some beautiful stuff, right? Yeah, so people kind of like to yeah. keep those things nice. And uh, it's a cool thing to show your buddies and, when you roll into the gun safe. Yeah, and it's a premium product. It is. And, yeah. and, and it's a very useful, very fun, you know, pistols in an AR-15 setup. Honestly, dude, they're a blast to yeah. shoot, right? Yeah. It's a super fun piece to take out to the range, uh, you know, blast around, have fun with your buddies. Um Get, get people to, I think, you know, you and I believe a lot in educating people on some of the items that maybe they're fearful about. Yeah. I think firearms is a huge one of those where, you know, you see people all of a sudden get over that fear. You see the smiles, the fun. Um, you know, one of the things I love about firearms, same, same thing I love about cars and heavy equipment is there's a lot of really... Uh, you know, really interesting, valuable engineering that's gone on to building and designing yeah. some of these pieces. And so I appreciate that part of it as well. Um, but the long and the short... Uh, you know, a few months ago, end of the year, uh, ATF comes out, and the ATF does not have the ability to 
to make laws, draft law, right? right? They're not a law making, yeah. you know, arm of the government. Yeah. So I do, and I think it was 2006, and I could be wrong about that, but I think it was sometime around 2006, the ATF was given the right by the federal government to do what's called definition changes within laws that were provided to the ATF. So fast forward, they get to this point where they go, hey, pistol braces, these things are, it's a big problem, Right. Because people have these AR-15 platform weapons that are small and easy to transport. And I read a couple articles that said that they've been implicated, which I think implicated is a hilarious term, by the way. And yeah. several, what I saw an article that said several mass shootings. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So you and I talk about this a lot. If you're going to make that claim, give me some evidence. So I did a little digging. Yep. Now, realistically, I saw an article that said there's only been two mass shooting cases known anywhere mm -hmm. that have actually involved a weapon a with a brace. pistol brace. Mm -hmm. Digging further into that, I was only able to see one that was actually documented and cited, and that was recently in Boulder, Colorado, I believe. Okay. okay? I think 10 people were, were injured or, or killed. One? I think so. Yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah. Um, so anyway, again, this kind of goes back to this kinda government overreach. Like, Here's well, the story. Oh, these it? have been implicated yeah. in all these mass shootings. And then yeah. you go, wait a minute. Okay, well, where's that evidence? Oh, wait a minute. It's two. No, wait a minute. It's one. And, 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 so what you're saying is really this thing has had no effect. Well, and the further question I have is, okay, it was, it was on the weapon when the weapon was being used in this shooting. Correct. Was it being utilized as a brace? No. Did they have it wrapped around like what? No. Okay. All right. So anyway. So anyway. Yes. And I, I don't. I, so I'm, I'm going to say no. So the utility of the brace wasn't even being used. It was just present. Correct. Okay. And, and again, Correct. man, it was it was put in place because the government basically said any any you know semi-automatic firearm with less than a 16-inch barrel yep. cannot be considered a rifle. It's got to either be considered a pistol of some sort or yep. a short barrel rifle, which yep. again then requires some forms. Extra registration. Yeah, extra registration. And that came out in January, correct? Uh, I think that it was January, yes. I think change. I said end of the year, but you're right. I think yeah, it was January that the ruling actually came into effect. Right. So um, just Because we were preparing for it before the end of the year. Correct. Because we had to do stuff in our warehouse. Oh, we had to remove, yeah, we removed yeah. braces from all of our short weapons. You yes. know, we had to follow a lot of rules. Yeah, and then yeah. obviously... You know, it had a big effect on us from a sales perspective because those are really popular pieces for right. Holt Kinetic Solutions. Now, all of a sudden, the ATF says, sorry, dude, yeah. there's going to be an 8 to 12-month waiting period if somebody wants to get this paperwork approved. But after six months, it's a felony? Uh, there was a 120-day grace period. Oh, that, well, that was a ruling. Yeah, four, sorry, months, four months. Which, which Now, let me put this into perspective because, you know, from what I understand from the statistics, there's an estimated 10 million individuals in the United States that own at least one weapon with a pistol brace installed. 10 million individuals. I saw, I saw, the, I saw the number that, five, so it's probably somewhere in between. It, now, on top of that, yep. it was estimated 40 million weapons. Yep. So you're saying on average, the person who has a, a weapon with a pistol brace has four. Okay. If that's if those statistics are somewhat close yeah, to correct, average, and I think that's average. an estimate, right? Because yeah. there's really no way of knowing how many of these I mean, are really simple out there. math, but yeah, it's an average. Yeah, yeah. Again, I'm I'm throwing I'm, yep. I'm being very yep. high level generic guesstimate, yep. you know, numbers. However, Mike, this was where I had a really hard time with this. Okay, going back to the ATF not having lawmaking capability, we now create what's called a quote unquote definition change. That makes 10 million individuals in the United States who were previously legal owners of these firearms felons. After four months. 
10 million people. Yeah. Which is, which so you're telling me you tax. have you have created a quote-unquote definition change that now has made 10 million people who are legally handling a firearm situation felons. Yeah. That is not a definition change, in my opinion. That is a law change. If you are telling people that, hey, what you were doing is, was, is legal and was legal, but now it's not. But now it's felonious. Now yeah. it's illegal. Mm-hmm. How is that not a law change, Mike? This is government overreach, right? Yes. This is a this is a government entity taking their power that's been given and trying to stretch it beyond the purpose of the power that was wielded out at the time, that's right? Correct. And because of certain agendas and certain pieces. Now, we've talked about things like mental illness. Yeah. We've talked about things like interjecting in certain situations. Um, I know personally, you know, the pistol brace thing to me is a very interesting um it's an interesting area of attack because, you know, and I'll be honest, man, so I got a, I've got a shitload of different types. You know, man, I've got, oh, yeah. a, I've got a pretty healthy safe of yeah, stuff that I, I, I think guns notice, are fucking awesome. that's safe, right? Not just laying around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and, and again, that's part of the responsibility of being a, being a firearms owner. You know, that's I got correct. kids running around my house. Like, yeah. I've got to have stuff locked up in a, in a fireproof safe. Yeah, it's, I, have a, I have a big safe in my house. So, um, the that's long right. and the short is you know i think this ties in so so let's let's continue to talk about this because what recently happened more recently an injunction they yes there was an injunction fifth, filed. fifth circuit right? fifth circuit and yes they've got to be able to gain approval through the fifth circuit i believe to be able to keep the conversation going to try to outlaw these to keep the assisting braces intact, correct right? but there's an injunction that invalidates the definition as it is correct right correct and yep. so what that means is and, and thank the lord right there is no ability to enforce this all of a sudden now it's illegal mindset of the ATF, yeah. which I think is absolute, you know, I, I was shocked. The, the, the pistol brace thing has been in conversation for years, right? Yep. And at first they targeted very specific manufacturers, yep. you know, Q who makes the honey badger and the sugar weasel came out with this proprietary sliding uh, pistol brace. And that was the first target, you know, the ATF yeah. starts sending letters to Q saying, Hey, this thing you're building doesn't fit the, you know, and, and they start fucking with these people with pistol braces. Yeah. And this went on for years. Dude, and nothing happened. Nothing happened. Now all of a sudden, you know, they thought they found a way. A couple of lawyers go, wait a minute, dude, yeah. you guys are, you guys are, not following your abilities that have been yeah. given to you from the federal government. Boom, injunction applies. Now, all of a sudden, the pistol brace thing is fine for right now. Now, a couple of years go by. What was, I, 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 want, I want people to hear this. What was the option? So, so given the January 23rd or whatever date it was when the, Correct. When the, when the pistol brace ruling definition came down. Yes. Right? You had 120 days. Correct. To register that as a short-barreled rifle, correct? And you could register it for free right, during for that free. 120 days. Because normally there's a $200 fee right. so for every weapon that you want to register. But after 120 days, you had a fee. Correct. Right? And what happened, what was your alternative if you didn't want to register it? You could remove the pistol brace yep. and destroy it or you know, get, get rid of it completely so yep. that you couldn't reattach it to the weapon. Yep. And this is my understanding of the law. So again, if I, I'm not a lawyer, so don't, yeah. you know. Uh, so that was one option. One option was you could register it during that period as a short barrel rifle. Yep. So you would fill out the form one and, yep. you know, the NFA required paperwork. You what would if you submit didn't want to that. register it? Take the pistol brace off or you could destroy the weapon or you, you could, could turn, turn it in. <laughs> to the very people telling you that it's, it's illegal to own. Which is then what's going to happen to that weapon. I'm assuming they're going to sell them to somewhere. They're going to sell them to Honduras. Right. 
right? They're, they're going to sell it to South that, Africa. But I mean, our government would never do that. No, of course not. Because they're only looking out for no, our best no, interests. No, no, no. So literally, man, I mean, that, that also, you know, the registration process, let's talk about that for a second, because that's an interesting part to me too. So yeah. you're telling me that you are putting me in a situation now where I'm potentially a felon. Mm-hmm. I think the minimum sentencing is eight years in prison. Um, if you're caught with again. Yes. Yeah. You're a felon. You can't own yeah. a weapon ever yeah. again. You can't own a gun. You can't vote. Yeah. Can't get hired at a lot for of places. something that for something that a few months ago was totally fine. Yep. yep. Right. Yep. I I just you know the 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 process that was being asked for the registration was hey not only do we want your information and what you have registered mm-hmm. but we need pictures of the weapon what it looks like yes yeah. this is part of the registration know, process know, bro. What the fuck do you need that for? So, so what else? What else? What else do you register with a form one? Suppressors. Okay. So, do you have do you have any suppressors? Yes. How long did it take for you to get them registered? Eight to nine months. Okay. So they put a one hundred and twenty day window on it. Correct. Four months. There's an estimated forty million of them out there. Correct. And they're going to process them in one hundred and twenty days, or eight to nine months. Or a hell of a lot longer. I mean, if you if, if they're already that backed up eight to nine months on just suppressors, yep. how do you add in forty million weapons and not think that that's gonna? And and it's so that was so I'm just gonna go with this January twenty third number. I don't know why it's sticking in my head. But yeah, I feel like that's when it was. So January. Yeah, I think 20th, you're right. So so February, March, April, May. Holy shit! In June, yeah. May twenty third was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, right? yeah. That, there's your four months. Yeah. Right. So I know that the injunction came into play just prior to, to that May twenty third date, right? Correct. Or to yeah, okay. Whatever that date is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. May twenty third. It, it wasn't long ago. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the fucking date. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember my wedding anniversary. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So so what happens in June if you have one, you put in the registration form, but the wait time is still another six months. Right. Can you be charged today? Yeah. Even though you have a registration form in, in process, I think potentially you are not. In so my what understanding, is it? Until a, you get the approval, the weapon is not. It's recognized an excuse as, to grab guns and money, That's dude. Two hundred dollars uh, going forward. It's two hundred dollars yeah, registration. Forward, yeah. We're talking about two hundred dollars registration for forty million weapons. Because dude, do why? the math on that. Because why? Because they spin a story. That they've yeah. been used in all these mass shootings, which they have not been. They've been in one. I can't find any and evidence. Whether, and whether That's the true. utility was there or not is is. I don't know, right? right? And but they're bad. Mm-hmm. All guns are bad to a particular well, portion well, look, of look, the, of the population. Mike, let's go back and talk about this suppressors. Right, same process. Does a suppressor make a weapon more lethal? No, actually, actually makes it less. How many lethal. how many mass shootings are are occur with a suppressor? None that I know. Of. I don't know of any. No. So, so again, what, actually, we, we've talked about this, right? Yeah. So, who's making the policies? Who's writing the guidelines? And what is the purpose? Well, yeah, I mean, it's because just, when they sit there and tell you this story that, well, we're going to prevent mass shootings by making people wait eight to nine months for a suppressor, you're not stopping mass shootings. You're not preventing anything. They're not. No, it's not even a piece of the no, equation. It's not. But yet, people will buy into that story without seeing any evidence. Yeah. Mike. Yeah, I mean, uh, you look at a lot of these shootings and the people that are using AR-15s, mm-hmm. which according to politicians are assault rifles, right? Because yeah, which is definitely that, not. That's what they think AR yeah. stands for. Yeah. But, right, so, you know, what were the, what were the checks that were in place when the, per- when the person purchased them, right? Right. You have all of this evidence that comes up after the fact, 
right? We talked about in the last episode, like where was the where was Neely's family? Yeah, where are the parents? Where, where, where are the parents? Where where are the people, the, the mental health professionals that are treating these people? That Nashville shooting, that person was 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 either trans or gender. Yeah, there was or, a, some identity crisis exa- happening exactly. there, and, and was and being and obviously treated, some mental health. And was right? being treated. So where was the check when that person purchased the the rifle? Right. Why? Why didn't that come? And, and why is it that, the thing? Man, why is that part of it? I don't understand. Like, I, I don't know. I, I think that. We're, go where, ahead. Where I'm going with this is, there's a lot of people that stand up, right? Right. And I say the current administration is 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 someone who does this a lot. They stand up and they say we need sensible gun reform. We yeah. need sensible like background checks. I agree a hundred percent. Yeah. I agree 100,000 Yeah, how many background checks have guys like you and I had to go through anyway? Right. I mean, I had to go through an FBI background check to get fucking TSA pre-checks. Right. You know we're, what I mean? We're a gun like, man. We're a gun, it doesn't scare me. We're a gun manufacturer. When we went to work for a gun manufacturer, yeah, we had to have a background check. Yeah, absolutely, man. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, well, I'm on an FFL, for Christ's yes, sake. Where, you know? where, where are the background checks for these people with mental illness? Well, you know what, though? If you have a mental illness and you want to get a gun... You're gonna stop. You might stop going for treatment. So guess what? The money stops rolling in because the meds stop being prescribed because the person's not going somewhere. Right, dude. There's a there's a there's definitely counterproductive pieces of some of these regulations and laws and policies and guidelines that. People don't understand, you know, dude, we could we could take this to a whole nother spin. Let's say you don't want to talk about guns because it's a sensitive subject to you or whatever the case is, you know. Let's look at the oil industry, okay? When we decide, okay, we're not going to produce, we're going to buy our oil from, Mm -hmm. you know, somewhere and we're going to sell it to somebody and we're going to get in that game instead of just taking care of our own country. You know, people don't understand that now all of a sudden, not only are we not producing, because again, I don't want to get into some, I, I, again, man, I don't want to, I don't want to see some of the, the negative effects of, you know, the natural, yeah, 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 I'm with you, you know, habitat. Fracking things that are Oklahoma, right? yeah, yeah, I mean, there's, there's negative aspects yeah, yeah, to all yeah, of it, right? Yeah, yeah. However, we have very heavy regulations in the United States and we are held to certain standards when we go out and do things like frack. Yeah. When we outsource that to a country in the They're Middle East, right? are they doing it cleanly? No. Are they following regulations? Are they doing some of the same things that we have to do in this country? No. So we are creating, you see what I mean, dude? The yeah. point of this is we put these things in place going, hey, we're going to save the world. Yep. And yet they have this counterproductive effect that actually makes the situation worse instead of better. Yeah. Because we don't understand the whole set of long-term effects that are going to come into place with some of these regulations. So when I see people pounding their, you know, pounding their pole in the ground saying, hey, I'm going to protest this and protest that because of... Make sure you understand the whole full circle yeah. of what the potential outcome is for mm-hmm. some of these things that we're, we're putting in place. Yeah. There's, like you said, dude, when we're forcing people to lie about their, yeah. their selves, state. their state, their state yeah, yeah. to be able to pass a, a, and that's the thing, how easy is it to lie on one of those forums? Yeah. I filled out hundreds of them. Yeah. Like there's nothing to prevent, I mean... So, so again, yes, rather than say, hey, we're going to just throw this wet blanket over everybody and we're going to make this claim to show that we're winning the war on guns. Yeah. Dude, that's not real. When, oh, by the way, all of these shootings in all of these cities with all of these guns, were they purchased legally? Were they? Right. I mean, where, where's, the, where's, the, where's the oversight there? Right. There where's, where's the person going, hey, bro, I don't think you're in the best state of mind right now. Yeah. 
maybe you shouldn't go maybe. buy that thing. Well, maybe, until, let's, let's give it some time. Right. Let's give it some time. Let's see if you can come back around. Dude, and I, not, have had, I, I have had friends yeah. and, you know, I have had friends, dude, who have come to me and said, hey, dude, I've got some things going on. I'm dealing with some demons and handed me a handgun and yeah. said, hold on to this one. Yeah. Yep. Fuck yeah, bro. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's responsibility. You think it's, Knowing that you're not in the right state of mind to have something that's a wield of power yeah. is something that's a responsibility of us as gun owners. Correct. That's not on the fucking government, dude, Correct. to figure out. Do they know? Correct. Do they know when I'm not in you a good state of mind? No, they don't know. The responsibility of government is, is, is to whom? The 16-year-old in Chicago who has a Glock, who's pissed off at the world for whatever, yeah. and wants to go out and create misery. Right. Should, that's where law enforcement needs to come into play, but they're handcuffed too. Absolutely, they are. Right? Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, it's so backwards and so it's it's just again and and here we are. What 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 can we do? Like what what can we we can we can follow the laws? We can responsibly yes. make weapons right. We yep. can teach people how to shoot them. Yes. How to be safe. How to be safe. We can lock them in our saves. Right. Right. We can do all of those things. Right. Right. We can't, we're, I mean, where's, but then government wants to come and, down on us instead of the criminals. And Mike, look, anybody who runs around and says, there's just no need, there's no need for guns at this point, right? We've created this great society. There's yeah. no need. Look, dude, I don't, care, I don't care who you that. are or where you come from or what your background is. Weapons have had an effect on how you got to here. Yeah. Whether you want to admit it or not, and yeah. good, bad, or indifferent, yeah. right? They, that's part of our that's part of our story. Yeah. And you know, I've said to people before that I've gotten into this discussion with that have said, "Hey, dude, you know, I, I'm so against the gun situation. Look, man, if it wasn't for guns, we'd still be British. Yeah, we well, don't. You well, know what I mean, man? Well, like, we don't. You, you can't sit here and deny to me that that's not an important part of our history. It is. It absolutely is. And about how we've separated ourselves from a, a smothering government. Yep." That was taxing its people to death, yep. and now all of a sudden, here we are. How how long? What, what do they want? What does the government want? They want control. That's right. What can't you have if the people have weapons? It's much harder to control the population, which is why the Second Amendment exists, exists. right? So that so, we can try to and, stand but, up. But everybody will try to throw. Well, it says with a well-armed militia, stop. Just stop with all the. Uh, there's no such thing as a militia anymore. Well. If you've ever been to a foreign country, there's tons of militias. Yeah. But like that's that's not the spirit of the, of that article, right? Correct. And I'll just, and before we go on break here, because I I think I think we're up on it, right? This is on our wall in the manufacturing plant at Hull. Yes. Right? Firearms stand next to importance to the Constitution itself. They are the American people's liberty teeth and the keystone under independence. George Washington. Boom. Right. I mean, done. Yeah. Game, set, match. Yes. Why were our forefathers so adamant, adamant yep. about understanding that individuals had to maintain the right to bear arms? Had it's because we have to be able to and I think in one of the pod I think in one of the previous podcasts I brought up the situation about Hitler and this is you know, this yeah. is kind of just an easy target, but you know, there's been several different situations in history where you can look back and see that people were forced into making bad decisions by being overpowered. By the, the, the fear of death. The Kosovo in the mid-90s. Yes. Exactly, right? bro. Exactly, right? right? If, if people can at least... I mean, again, man, at worst case scenario, we're making the government think twice about trying to truly overthrow the people's ability to stand up for themselves. Yep. That's it, right? If, yep. if, if somebody owns a weapon and it never gets fired, 
they're still part of the solution of making the government think That's twice. Correct. That's correct. And that to me is important for the reasons we've talked about because yep. I want my kids to have these opportunities. I don't want to lose the yeah. last the last bit of integrity that's kind of come with this country, the hard work, you know, ethic. Yeah. This 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 whole situation to me has become very skewed. And we've used this gun situation as a an argumentative position in politics. Yeah. And dude, that's not what it's about. No. It's not about drawing a line between people. It's about the people being able to stand up against the government when the government tells you to do something and it's not Right. Yeah. And it's not about it's not about going out and just creating more mass shootings because we have to handle that a different way. Absolutely. There's mental and health issues in every yes. single occurrence. Mm -hmm. Every single one. It's it's insane. All right, time for a break, sponsor. Yeah, yeah, sponsor. So, uh, we yeah. We talked about one at length. Whole yeah, yeah, Whole Kinetic Solutions. Yep, uh, check out the website. It's www.badasscustomweaponry.com. Yep. Doing some cool stuff there. And then uh, Mulligan Group. Mulligan Group, Navigating Life, All Your Life Events, mulligangrp.com. All right, dude, let's take a quick break, and we'll be back. Let's do it. Awesome. Okay, yeah, we're, we're back. back. Quick break. That was a quick one. Yeah. I didn't even pee or anything. You didn't? It's not the no. Same. Dude, I have a small bladder. You know this. Yeah. All right, so we've talked about, dude, we've gotten into some really good topics, yeah, I, I think. Agree. I think we've gotten into some stuff that, you know, isn't the easiest stuff to talk about. I think people are fearful about bringing up some of these topics because of controversy. And, you know, look, man, we're not trying to, I don't think, sell our position on anybody. I think no. for us, it's, it's just explaining why our position is our position. Uh, some of it just has to do with some of those core values. Yeah, and, 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 as, and it's important. I mean, as much as anything for me, I want I want people to talk about these things mm -hmm. and have reasonable conversations. About and them. we want people to question. Yeah, yeah. you know, we yeah, want people absolutely. to question. Again, I talked earlier about the articles. You know, as they start to dive in and, and the truth start to unfold, yep. how many people don't dive in? Yeah, you know, dive in, man, and, and, and make sure you yeah do some research. There's a lot of things at your fingertips. Don't just do your research either by going out on Google, right? Talk yeah, to people. Talk to, talk to people within industries. Talk to people with you know we talked some about talk healthcare. About having a good circle. One of the previous podcasts. Talk to people that are working in the healthcare industry. Yeah. What do they think, right? Yeah, exactly. We're talking about this gun situation. Bring it up to people. What is yeah. it? What does it mean to, to gun shop owners and the yeah. people who are running businesses in that yeah. arena? Um, so anyway, that's something I think yeah. I, I encourage everybody to do is, is question, yeah, absolutely. question, question, question. Hundred percent. All right, dude. Let's let's switch gears. Let's talk about something a little lighter. Um, I, the, you know, the last time we hung out, I I believe that I kind of shellacked you in some indoor golf. Um, so I, I just want to make sure I bring that up again, and it makes me think. You know, let's talk about golf. All right, hey, I'm game. Golf is how we met. Yeah, you know, very true. it's very uh, true. it's uh, golf is a way I've made a ton of connections we, in my we, life through golf. I know we, you have too. And, and let's be honest, we pay to play. We're not paid. To oh play. yeah, we're yeah, dude. Yeah. God, yeah. like like most people, like probably anybody watching this. Yeah, yeah. The closest thing I'm gonna get to paid to get in play is taking your money on the golf course. But uh, I, I, you know what I saw? You know what I, no, no, I saw. I saw that. Um, I think it's kind of a douche move. <laughs> but, I, but I saw a guy with a bag, and he had a tag on it with his Venmo QR code. Love it, dude. Like, Love like he's it. just expecting yeah. to pull in money. I'm like, okay. I mean, that's a nice fuck you move. Yeah, I kind of like it. Yeah, I, I kind of like it. Um, whatever. 
All right, so let's just talk a little bit about golf. There's yeah. some cool stuff going on, interesting stuff going on in the golf world right now. Well, yeah, We've I mean, got, the last, uh, what, last uh, 12 months or so, it's been kind of flipped on its head because of Live. Live. And this alternate tour and all this kind of stuff and all the people that have gone to it. Yeah, so for people that don't know, to, yeah. to explain a little bit about the Live situation versus so, the PGA. So forever and a day, the PGA Tour has ruled. Yeah, it's like, it's like the monopoly in yeah, professional yeah, golf. Exactly, right? right? So it's the PGA Tour, it's the LPGA, it's the Corn Ferry, which used to be the Nationwide, right? Like it's And it's all the kind of levels And the, and the Corn Ferry is essentially the last step like before AAA. the PGA. It's like AAA yeah, to the major right, right, right. If you, if you crush in the, in the Corn Ferry Tour, you, you, get, you, you get got a shot to the PGA You get status, right? Um, well, uh, you know, for Greg Norman, um, who, uh, the every, every probably, the shark, who probably everybody's heard of, um, who famously blew the Masters a couple times. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, yeah, shit to bed. A good player in his own right, but he's been kind of uh, the public enemy number one of the tour for a while. Right. Um, he went out, and he's been, and actually he did this one other time. He tried to form an alternate league, mm-hmm. um, and it fell apart, right? Yep. But he succeeded this time in creating Live, which there's a lot of controversy around it. Yeah, and because, explain that a little bit. Because Live is funded by... by um, a, an organization, if you will, that is Saudi Arabian money, basically. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and I think we all know, and we, you know, uh, any, you know, any news outlet will tell you, or anything you read, or you know, Saudi Arabia is still a very, you know, it's a very rich country because of all the oil. I mean, yeah. We touched on that last time, but it's also very uh, with its religious practices and beliefs. Um, I would call it primitive. In the way it disciplines people, yeah. In the way it doesn't give rights, it's a little bit barbaric. It's right? barbaric, yeah. It it's doesn't, a little I barbaric. Mean, women don't have rights, basically. I mean, they're starting to, but it's very, very. It's and there's a hundreds huge, of years I think behind. In Saudi Arabia, something that people have to understand is that the economic gap between the the extremely wealthy oh, yeah. and the poverty. There's not a middle class, no, there is right? There is. It's a there's a big wide gap between yeah, you're either. And, and again, I understand I'm, I'm over generalizing to some extent, but yep. there's a very large gap between the ultra wealthy in Saudi Arabia and the very, very poor yeah. and it creates this very interesting economic dynamic, yeah. right? So 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 Norman was able to he was successful in getting a ton of money yes. from this Which there's, there is there from right? this Saudi backed organization. Yeah. Right. And and that was how he I think began to some extent. Like Phil Mickelson will play into this in a minute, but that's how he began to entice people because of the, the sheer volume of dollars. Yeah, he could offer money talks. Right? Money talks, yeah. right? So he creates this alternate league. It's got a, the format's different. It's a team versus a versus an individual events events, right? It's a shotgun start. So the whole telecast of three and a half, or four hours or probably more. Um, it is more, more than four hours. It's everybody playing, not just people who went off at 7 a.m. and people who went off at well, 2, 2, 2 p.m., right? Yeah. It's the whole thing. Again, it's a team environment, so you're playing with your team, but you're also yeah. playing for yourself. And quite frankly, dude, I think it's there's it's some cool fun. there's some cool it's changes, fun, right? right? It's, it's interesting to see a different, because because the PGA is all we've known. Yeah. Exactly. And you, although we get a couple of maybe different events yeah. where it's match play or, yeah, you yeah. know, there, or it's, the Zurich, it's other than that, it's, yeah, partners, yeah. Right? it's pretty much yeah. the same yeah. format for almost every event. There's yeah. a few events that are, you know, no cut, whatever. Yeah, yeah, Again, yeah. there's minor differences, but this well, is, a, changing this is but the live format is totally different. Yeah, it's totally I mean, it's, different. I mean, they wear, they wear shorts, right? Like, I mean, yeah. even, even simple things like that. One of my favorite things I heard, man, on Barstool Sports was, I think it was Kevin Kisner was doing, doing the interview with the Barstool Sports guys mm-hmm. and, uh, which I love, love, I mean, the Barstool Sports guys is fucking awesome, Right. 
And I think I think he said something on the lines of, "If you could drink beer and listen to music on PGA Tour events, I would win every fucking tournament." <laughs> and, and you know what I mean? I'm like, God, yes, yeah, yes. Right. So anyway, and there were three days versus four. Yeah, right? so, like, so, so you play less, you get you paid less. more. I mean, and there's some there's some real benefits for the golfers. Yeah, and so Phil Mickelson was like kind of the first big name, and he 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 stuck his foot in his mouth because he kind of said some things about Saudis or, or Saudi Arabia and that culture. Right, and it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Yep. It got out wide that it was Saudi Arabian money, and so you've got this proportion of you know this section of people who are either they they're, that's their their beliefs are anti that culture. Yep, they're so tied into the PGA Tour that they can't say anything other. Right, right? like they can't have a dissenting voice. Like you've got a lot of that going on, but then you've got these people now who migrated over to live. And there's some big names, man. I mean, Phil to begin with. Yeah. Right? You've got Brooks Kepka. We'll talk about him in a minute. Yep. You've got Dustin Johnson. Dustin Johnson. You've got yeah. Cam Smith. You've got Adam Scott. You've got you've got people you that are these, everyday and when, names. And when you hear these guys talk about it, dude, this is the part that's interesting to me. When you hear the guys that have it was not an easy decision. Right. Even with the amount of money that's being thrown at some oh, of these yeah. guys. Yep. But at the end of the day, when they talk about making the decision, almost all of them are like, bro, I got to do what's best for my family. Well, so that's, and, where, and, I, that's where I want to take this. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so exactly. go ahead. Keep going. So so they, you know, so now, now the, the a lot of the live players are, are, well, to this point anyway, have been invited to the majors. There's four majors, as you know, right? Yeah, yep. You know, and so they have been invited. And recently, the most recent major, we got the U.S. Open coming up right around the corner. Yeah. But the most recent was the PGA out in Oak Hill up in, yep. up in New York. Yeah. And Kepka won it. Yeah, Brooksy. Right? He came, yeah, he right. kind of came. He, I mean, he's, he's back. He, yeah, I mean, he, 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 he struggled. He there almost for a won the bit. Masters. Yeah, I dude. Mean, so, he, but, but where did he go for a little bit, dude? It seemed like he had that. Yeah, he had, well, he, had, he, had, he had mental problems. Yeah, he, he, he could. I say mental problems. He was just lacking a lot of confidence. Yeah, yeah. Right? And he didn't trust his swing, and he worked on it and worked on it and worked yeah. on it. And now he's got a fifth major, right? And so he's He's prob- a stallion, by the he's way. A, he's a stud. He's a guy. fucking yeah, stallion. He's a stud. Yeah. Right? And so now there's this big thing about, like, hey, like now, now they're playing the see, I told you game, right? Mickelson's out there tweeting and talking about how, see, live is the perfect tour for people who want to win majors. There's less events. Which means it's 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 not as difficult on the body. You get to get more time to prepare for majors, right? More time to prepare, right? And you can focus. Yeah, because they're not doing events like butted right up to the majors. Remember when Rom? So Rom won the Masters this year, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And a week later, he had committed to play Harbor Town. Yeah. And he said, he goes, I was worn out. Because you know you're going, you're doing. You're dude, doing people don't understand the mental, the mental strain, Holy right? Cow, like, dude, right? you are grinding through. I mean, you, you find yourself near the top of the leaderboard in a major. Yep. You are in a mental. But good for Ron because box. he stuck to his word and he committed to that event and he went to it. Right? Yep. But he said he was completely worn out. Yeah, he was right? physically and so. So Mickelson's saying that the Live Tour is the best tour for people who want to win majors. Right. And then you've got the PGA spokespeople. You've got McElroy, you've got Woods, you've got JT and Spieth to some extent, right? Like they're kind of the bullhorns for the PGA Tour saying, well, all of this was, all of that stuff that you're riding on, the shoulders that you're standing on was the PGA Tour. So you have desecrated or you have turned your back on what built Golf, the game yeah, of what golf, gave you the opportunity the game of professional golf to today, right? Right. So you've got these differing opinions, and you've got people in those corners. It's interesting now, though, how they're kind of coming together because the PGA Tour has has you know outlined several events 
that are no cuts. The purses have gone way up. Yep. It's in, in, it's in, created competition to combat you know live right. Yep. And now after this major win that Brooks had a few weeks ago. Right, like that's that now that's playing into the game as well, and you oh, know, yeah. and, and you got people saying, well, it wouldn't be bad to have you know some inter interleague rivalry, or there, it wouldn't you know this that. Mm-hmm. So it's all kind of coming around, but there's still this faction of people who are just out of their minds about the fact that it's Saudi Arabian money, right? And I understand a piece of that, but here's where I come yeah. out. Here's where I come out at the end. I like live golf. I like watching it. I think it's fun to watch. I think it's. I think the players that are there, as evidenced by which is one of them just winning a major, as evidenced by the fact that Dustin Johnson, who for years was by far the best player in the world, yeah, absolutely, yeah, he was um, untouchable for you know, like like the the fact that those guys are there, I enjoy it and I think it's competitive. and yeah. it's fun. And I it mean, it's fun to see a different format. You know, too. they've done a pretty good job against some of the young guys too. Absolutely, right? yeah. So, so it's it's I enjoy it. And for the people who say, well, you shouldn't enjoy it because it's blood money or it's money that's coming from a place where they, they behead journalists and stuff like that, I'm thinking to myself, well, so do you want to leave the money in their pockets to continue to do right, that bullshit? Right. Or do you want to put it in the, in the in the pockets of professional golfers? who whether, In the United States. Whether they're from the United States or Canada or sure. South Africa or in the, from the EU from someplace, right? right? Like, do you want to put it in their pockets? Or do you want to have it remain in Saudi Arabia? Yeah, the economics of it, dude. Essentially, we're taking some of that because we t- and we, sucking it out. We've of that. talked about here in Iowa the factories that you grew up with and the yes. money that came into the community because of it. Where do most golfers live? In the United yeah, States, Jupiter, Florida. E- even the EU, even <laughs> exactly Jupiter, right? Florida. Even the EU guys right. live in the United States. Yeah, right. Like Rom lives in Phoenix. Yeah. Right. Like, and we've got, dude, we've got, you know, a couple of LPGA players at our club, yeah, you know, do, I yeah. mean, and, and yeah, Cup yeah. Cho, who won the U.S. Open last Absolutely, year. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Right. So, I mean, it, it's it, like, where, where do you want the money to go? And what, and, and these people, and by the way, you know, what selfishly, you know, but, but good for them, they want generational wealth for their families. And we talked so, about, so let me, so let me get so your stance, definition of success. So your stance is, is that it's okay to take the dirty money as long as you get it away from the dirty hands. Is I, that kind of the position? Yeah, I, I can, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's kind of fucked up, Mike. It is. I mean, it's it a little is. fucked up. But where would you rather have it be? That's the thing. Unfortunately, dude, that trying to stop the corruption within that economic system mm-hmm. is a big, big undertaking, uh-huh. right? But the one thing we can do is kind of suck the legs out from underneath some of that Agreed. by siphoning yep. some of that money away yeah. from some of those those people, right, in those places. And, and by the way... That's an interesting position, by the way. And, I, like, and, I like that. Yeah, by the way, that's Saudi Arabia. Yeah. That's the Middle East. Yep. Right? That's their culture. That's their religion. Yes. That's what they do. Are we going to change that? I fucking hope not. not. No. We will not. And I'm not even going to try. What do I want? What do we want to change? Right here. Mm-hmm. Right? So... Maybe if you're adding more money to it, yeah, maybe there's some there's a drop of blood, right? But if you're adding more money to this, then let's make this better. Right. Right? Instead of trying to fix the world, be the world's policeman, right? Like how many conflicts have we gotten into because we want to be the world's policeman? Oh, every conflict, right? 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 Control, I mean, yeah. Vietnam as a, a shiny example number one. Right. Right? Exhibit A, yep. you know, for the defense. Right, so I don't I don't want to be the world's police officer. Right, right. If we get pulled into something because someone attacks us, okay. But I'm not I'm not for you know 
sending all of this money, sending troops, all this shit to Ukraine, right? Like, right. Wars happen. Battles happen. Let them figure it out, man. It's not our. And does it does it impact the rest of the EU and possibly us? Perhaps. Yeah. But 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 really, I mean, we have so many problems at home. Why do we try to be the world's police officer? Well, this Especially was, when our position is weakened around the world right. because of the current administration, everything else we got going on when, when in our military when pronouns are more important than tactics. Mike, we've talked about you know the frivolous spending. We've talked about yeah. you know the mental health crisis in the United States. You know, why are we not taking some of those resources and applying them here? Right. You know, we have some of these really big... I mean, I call them epidemics, right? The, yeah. the mental health situation in the United States the is an epidemic. The opioid crisis. The opioid crisis. I mean, again, man, the, the, the drug addiction, alcoholism, the, you know, and, and we see that just pronounced even more with the COVID situation and people being isolated and, you know, all yeah. these all these, yep. these different crazy things that we've, we've been through over the last couple of years. Why in the hell can we not understand that we've got to drive some of these resources inward? We are pushing out, our federal government is pushing out resources all over the world, all the time. Mm -hmm. And yet we have people here struggling daily. We've got housing crisis. We've got, you know, our our economy is on the verge of mass collapse, right? And yet there's, we're we're spending billions, billions of dollars, Mike, in places like Ukraine. And again, not to say that I don't, I, I want to be... Supportive. I want to be supportive at the same time when... You know, this Russia-Ukraine conflict started so long ago. Yeah. And, and, and you know, I mean, Russia's saying, hey, dude, if you're going to stop our water supply, like, we're, we're not going to allow that, yeah. right? And all and that, those decisions made to stick a stake in the ground and say, fuck off. Well, and not, you, see, you know, I mean, we didn't have anything to do with that, you right? You see the Israel-Palestinian conflict heating up again. Right, right. right. Like, the shit's never going to end. No, these people live to fight. Yes. And, 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 and nothing we do... never going to end. Unfortunately, nothing we do is going to change that culture overnight, right? I think that, again, this goes to a lead by example. The better we make our society, the better we make our country, the better example we are for people of what a democracy can look like and give people hope that, hey, dude, you can live in a place where the people still have some some say and some power and some ability to, to have freedom. Yep. We're we're not going to just flip that thing over. So so look, man, that's an interesting position because, you know, I'm one of those people of like, you know, hey, don't 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 touch the dirty money, dude. Because if you don't touch it, it doesn't have anywhere to go. Yeah, it gets stuck in the system. You're saying, hey, dude, let's take let's 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 Robin Hood this bitch, right? Yeah. Let's steal from the rich, kind of give to the. That's not maybe the, yeah, the right thing, not, but yeah. but let's siphon some of that dirty money away from dirty people. Yeah, right, yeah. dude. Interesting. What's the answer? I don't know. Uh, I don't know either. I don't know, I don't know if it's it right or wrong, but I mean, Brooks Kepka. I do agree with you. I'd rather have Dustin Johnson be able to buy like another yacht than have some yeah. guy, you know, using 100%. that money to buy children and yeah, a trafficking. Exactly. Deal. Exactly. I mean, wh- wh- whose hands is it better in? Ours yeah. or theirs? Look, we know that Dustin Johnson is going to use that money for some fucked up stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. But still not in a situation that's probably going to be like international no, crime. No, it's not. I mean, I wouldn't mind being there, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Let's right? fucking so, go. But, but, but right? But, but I mean, yes, I get it. I, I get what goes on there. I understand it. I've been in that area of the world. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, I, yeah, I, which I have not. So I, I know. I've got to speak right? about like, it, yeah. But, but we're, the PG, okay. So the hypocrisy, right? 
and I mean, we could do three episodes alone on hypocrisy. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. But the hypocrisy is that all of the PGA Tour events, yep, right, they have a primary sponsor, right? Yeah, absolutely. They have they have some kind of primary sponsor, a secondary sponsor, a tertiary sponsor, whatever. All down the line, right? Tons of companies are submitting or, or paying money in. Yes. To the purse, to the marketing, to the this, to the that, to, yep. the, to the to put the on location, the event, yep. put on the event, volunteer, all that stuff, right? Yep. So for, it was it was reported that forty of the companies, forty, not four, but forty of the companies that sponsor the PGA Tour at a decent level, at like a you know, not just you know, here's a thousand dollars, you know, good luck. Yeah, with these the are like title tent. sponsor folks. These are title sponsor people. These are again secondary sponsors. Their names are on advertisements. It's all that kind of shit, yeah. right? Yeah. That forty of those companies do business in Saudi Arabia. So. Where's the outrage? Now? Where's the outrage now? Yeah, yeah. Where's the where's yeah? So your your, your yeah, money your money is going to prop up Saudi Arabian economy. The Saudi Arabian yeah. So economy. so in effect, dude, we're almost reversing the situation. Wow, look at you, my mind exploded. <laughs> but 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 so God, so this so is the why hypo- I like getting into these discussions. The, the hypocrisy with you. That's such a is fucked up it's position. But off I like the it. chart. Yeah, it's off the chart. So guess what? I wouldn't mind taking some of that money. I don't mind taking some of that money back. Amen. I don't yeah, mind our right. guys doing that. Mm-hmm. And you can t- and. The guys that say, well, you built this on the shoulders of the PGA Tour and how dare you betray it, okay. Yeah. Right, that's a valid... Let's, let's hope that Phil Mickelson that's a valid watches position. this and we can get like a couple free passes to play on one of his like 12 <laughs> courses out in the, the metro Phoenix area. But, but like that's a valid position to me if you're saying that you're betraying the tour because of the shoulders of the Giants who you're, who you're standing on. I get that. And for Tiger Woods to say that, I get that. Yeah. Right? Yep. But for people to cry and, and just you know, go, blood money, blood money, Saudi Arabian money, don't you care about the journalists and the women and the... Dude, shut up. Because yeah. 40 of the tour sponsors are take, are, are exchanging in some right. goods or services for money in Saudi and dude, Arabia. And who's boycotting those, those companies Nobody. because Nobody. they're... Right. Nobody. Right. Nobody. And the guy that published the list was like banished from the tour. Yeah. Well, ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Right? Yep. Ignorance yep. is bliss, and that's the case in so many, so many things. So, yeah. um, all right. Well, that was look. I I like there the I like the live. You know, yeah. I, I just I think it's fine. I, I I'm not into like drama, but I do think that anytime I see kind of a monopoly in one of those situations, and we see it in a lot of professional, it's good sports, to get broken up. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Yep. It's okay to have competition for one. Number two, I think you brought up a great point. You know, I think that's a really great point to be like. Look, there's a different way to look at this, yeah. right? And there's some. Th- this goes back to our discussion, Mike, of like dig in a little bit. Yeah. Like you did a little digging into yeah. that situation and said, "Well, wait a minute, dude. This this yeah. this doesn't make sense." Mm-hmm. You know, there's people barking this story over here, but yet the same people that are barking are are involved over here. Yeah. Dude, this is what's happening in so many of the things that we're being sold as United States citizens, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, here's the story we're going to tell you. And it only includes the pieces that we want you to know. That's right. And if you take that for the Bible, Mike, unfortunately, you are going to miss out on the truth. You are absolutely in the dark. You're in the dark, man. You cannot take that at face value. We live in a world where that media production is not reality. It's the reality that they want to sell. And we're seeing it all the way from sports into politics into healthcare and all these Mm -hmm. different avenues, you know, into into business ownership and entrepreneurship in the United States. It's when does the cycle end? Yeah. When do we as citizens get to hear the truth? And when do we stop this situation of, dude, the people that are talking about money in billions 
and trillions be yeah. the only people that matter. Yep. Unfortunately, and, dude, they don't even know what it's like to live a daily lifestyle like because, guys like you and I and the rest of society. Yeah. They don't know. They don't. They haven't lived that life, yeah. bro. And, How are they supposed to speak for us? And guys like us don't speak up. Mm-mm. And now it's time we have. And we're doing it. We're doing it right That's here. Right. right here. Yep. So, yeah. we're at time. Why not us? Why not us? Right? Why not us? Oh, um, Kinetic Solutions, thank you. Molly yes. Group, thank you. Yes. Uh, there's some, so some information about us. Again, write us. Send us something. Tell us to fuck off. Whatever. Yeah. Ideas. I'll tell you to fuck off. I know you do all the time. Um, but yeah, I think we're in, I think we're in good shape. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that was much. fun today, man. It's yeah, good yeah. to talk about something a little different, a little yeah, golf sweet. today, yeah, you know. Nice, nice. Um, all right, well, let's wrap it up, yeah, and then uh, we'll get to uh, I guess next is what episode five. Episode five. Will so, be next. I think we'll uh, we'll talk about a few other issues. We hope to see some feedback from some folks, so we have we a few new topics to talk about, do, and uh, we'll keep this thing rolling. We'll dive into anything. We'll even do something live. People are firing. I love that idea, us. man. Yeah, yeah, I love that oh, idea. Yeah. yeah, and if you do call in, just know we might tell you to fuck off too. All right. Uh, Why not us? Yeah, man. Thanks, buddy. Good stuff. Thank you.